Hello and welcome! This is the Cat and Erna show, your weekly dose of two friends talking about all things spirituality, hypnosis and hypnotherapy, life and soul. Hi and welcome! We're back! The Cat and Erna show is here for you! My name is Erna and this is Cat. And today we're going to talk about um, borderline personality disorder and how it affects your life. And for that, we are talking to Nina, who has personal experience with that. Hi, Nina. Welcome to the show. How are you? Great. (laughs) You're great. Good. And Nina, firstly, I need to know, how old are you? In September, I will be 21. You'll be 21. And and when did you learn that you have, can I say BPD? It's much easier. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, true. Okay, sorry. Um, Last year, I think in April 2021, Mm. I learned... Well, I got diagnosed with it, but the whole process of it started in like September 2022 or like 2020. Yeah. Okay. And so like what made you COVID speak? or peak COVID, but uh, lockdown and. Mm, yeah, like during lockdown in the summer, I guess it all kind of started. And then I like reached out to my doctor and everything but the confirmation and the diagnosis were made in April 2021. What made you believe? Did you have a feeling that you had BPD or did you just have a feeling that something wasn't the way it should be or what made you see your doctor? Well I guess I always kind of knew that there was something that um, just made my mind work differently than just, you know, normal kids of my age. Um, Like I have struggled with a lot of things from a very young age. So I guess I kind of always knew that there was something like not wrong, but just different. Yeah, different, like kind of off. Yeah. Um, and at first I didn't really know anything about it or much about it. And then I, in that summer of 2020, I read about it or I heard about it on social media. And since I am like one of the people, I'm one of those people, if they read something about like psychology, I just get very interested in that. Um, so I read this, I started reading a lot of information on it and I read and I came across this um, like report. It was, it wasn't like a, like a WebMD self-diagnose website. It was an official like report from this doctor that worked at a university or like had to it was a thesis or something at least it was like a legit actual report with um like 
legit information about like everything was real and not as I said like one of those self-diagnoses I had the, the bull crap that uh, <laughs> yes you can find everywhere no. on the internet so it was like an official report and I read it and a lot of it just kind of clicked for mm. me in a certain way I was like this all sounds very very personal to me <laughs> I was like, this sounds very familiar. Um, so I just started doing more research on it and more and more things started to make a lot of sense and a lot of things were just being, yeah, it just explained a lot and it made a lot of sense as to uh, certain things that were happening like inside my mind and my behavior that I, wasn't really able to control or explain before and I was already not doing very well that whole year so when I discovered that I just that's when I kind of reached out to my doctor because I was like this is a very good possibility and it's a very serious thing and if it's you know I just wanted to know if that was like if DPD, if that was in fact what I had, because for me, if I, I know a lot of people like my parents um, are not big on putting labels on everything, but for me, it's like once I identify a problem or something, it's easier for me to solve the problem or do something about it or work with it. So I just wanted to identify the problem so that I could like possibly make things easier for myself mm. and that does make sense because if, if you feel that that there's something wrong with you because yeah it's a feeling you just feel it um, and you need to know what it is so that you can fix it or maybe exactly. just make it a bit better Yes. Or else you'll, you'll just be wandering around thinking, what can I do? What can I do? And feel frustrated because nothing's changing. I guess we lost you. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. No. <laughs> Am I back already? No, you're not no. back yet. We can see you. <laughs> but we you can and you. It's fine. <laughs> there you go. Yes. All right. Yeah, let's just, I just mention to... that you are in South Korea, so <laughs> it's a long way from home, I guess. Yeah. Yes, and I had to switch from my Wi-Fi to my data and back because sometimes the Wi-Fi doesn't work very well. Ah, okay, okay. Yes. Yeah. So, so this so was went... brewing for uh, some time already in your mind, right? Before you went to mm -hmm. the doctor. Mm -hmm. Yes. And when you went to the doctor, what is it a male or female? A male. Like my Nina, when you went to the doctor, is yes. it a male or a female? Well, the my general practitioner, like my doctor, he's a male, but the person that I got sent to at the like practice was a female. Like okay. It's just what did your general doctor say when you mentioned it? Was he like Okay, I can send you forward if, but I don't really believe it. Or 
Well, I don't because I don't, I don't think. Um, I don't really remember quite well, but I do know like I hadn't been with that doctor for a very long time because I had a for like first I had a different doctor and then I switched doctor. So I think he didn't really know me very well. Like I didn't think he knew me well enough to be like, mm. I think you're fine. Mm. So uh, I think he just listened to what I like had to say and what I wanted and was like, all right, I can send you forward. If it's something, then we can go from there. If it's nothing, then great, whatever. Great. Yeah. Then you were lucky because a lot of people go to the doctor and they're like, well, everyone feels like that once in a while. Well, I feel like that as well. It's probably yeah. nothing. So you were lucky yes. that way. In that sense. I think I was. <laughs> yes. okay. And then you went to a psychiatrist for well, where at like with the female doctor that I saw, she I had first this whole intake with her to check like if it is indeed normal the things that I experienced or if it was um, concerning enough to prescribe like, or forward me. I mean to like a psychiatrist. Okay. And uh, so I went over everything with her, and then she gave me a list because. Um, private psychiatrists were like the waiting lists were really long and there were like because of COVID everything was busy and full and everything so she gave me a list of these institutions like these mental health institutions and they're like just public institutions that a lot of people go to and like get tested and everything so I contacted one of those made like an appointment for an intake. Um, I got this questionnaire that I had to fill out and I had via phone call my intake appointment. And it was <laughs> quite interesting because I did, I had done the questionnaire before and then during the intake, I had to do the questionnaire again. And then at the end, um, they, like we did the questionnaire together and then they um, like told me that they would call me back within an hour. And then, you know, we hung up, I waited an hour, they called me back and they basically told me that my problems were too much and too severe for them to help me because they only treat depression and anxiety. Oh. Wow. Yes. <laughs> and then, um, and then um, why were you sent to them if their focus is well, depression and anxiety? that's also what I did not really understand mm. um don't know why because oh. actually my friend a friend of mine literally experienced the exact same thing at the same institution like two weeks ago um so I don't really know why mm. they sent people there still but um yeah after they told me that they sent a report like the full report of everything in the questionnaire and everything that their psychiatrist suspected and that I should be checked for they sent that to my doctor and then my doctor forwarded it to this other institution that's um, specifies in personality disorders more than just depression and anxiety yeah but that's so that's then, like sort of everything it's it's bpd it's adhd uh bipolar as well well it's more 
like they do everything like yeah okay and so for for severe personality disorders like bpd and bipolar to like depression anxiety to adhd add to eating disorders they do like everything but they are more specified in treating the um, like specific personality disorders yeah okay and this was in the Netherlands, I think we should yes. say, because if someone's watching and thinking, <laughs> where I wonder if I have BPD, so how's the process? <laughs> this was yeah, no, this, this was in the Netherlands, yeah. Okay. And but then, even, yeah. Yeah. Now then, like, I think my mom talked to my doctor about, like, the report, and they actually sent it to us, and I read it, and it was there were all there was an entire list of possible personality disorders that i could have and then i kind of did understand why they said that they couldn't help me because it was too severe because there were like 10 of the worst personality disorders you can have on that list so it kind of like scared my doctor too or like concerned him in the sense that he was like yeah i will definitely forward you to this like bigger institution now yeah and but then did I this had, also like, give yeah. you the chance to be helped um like sooner than you would actually have been helped no not at all because no. this was all still in like september maybe beginning of october and then i had to make an intake um appointment with the other institution and they like that would be face to face because of like the severity of my problems but that was going to be face to face and so the phone call for that was in like beginning of October I had my appointment with them at the end of February wow yeah so Unbelievable. it took a really long time yeah and then you just wait. Yeah, you just yeah. have to wait. Yeah. And then what? In February? In February, then I went there and I had this um, lady, this woman that I talked to. She was actually not, like, she wasn't much older than me. I think she was, like, mid-20s. She was still a student. She wasn't, like, the one of the official psychiatrists or doctors there. Um, she was like kind of an in-between so first they sent you to this like in-between level of twilight zone <laughs> people you know to see to kind of like do the intake to see to kind of feel just the situation out to check everything see like the severity of things and um with her she was very nice i really like talking to her she was she was very um like she took everything that I said very serious and she really wanted to help me. And then we came up with, or then like after one or two sessions, we discussed that I was in fact, should probably be tested for several things. And she's like, is there anything specific that you think you should be tested for? And I was, I like told her, 
in this report, I had this and this and this. Personally, I, you know, read a lot about this. I did a lot of research on this. And I feel like BPD is something that I could definitely have. So I would very much like to specifically be tested on that. And also ADHD, probably. Quick question. So then, yeah. When you had the list with the 10 potential mm -hmm. uh, diagnoses or disorders, did yes. you go through each one of them to just see the symptoms to feel if any of them could relate to you more or less than BPD? BPD. I did. Yeah, good. I did. Um, I did, and it was like, I knew most of those things already. Like, no, most of the symptoms of the other um, mm. things that were on there, some I didn't know, but I didn't really relate to on a level that I could be like, this is very much sounds like my life. Mm. So, yeah, I did go through all of it. And because, like, sometimes certain things like certain symptoms overlap of some personality yeah. disorders yeah. sometimes symptoms overlap and you don't really know like which one it could be so often that's why there are also a lot of misdiagnoses made in people a lot of the times yeah um for example like bpd for one is already one of the most misdiagnosed personality disorders out there um but yeah uh, so I that's I did like tell her this like I didn't know for sure because I don't want to self-diagnose I don't want to just assume things that aren't true but I did tell her like this I have my suspicions I would just like to either know that I don't have this or to know that this is in fact my my mm. problem um and then it would take like a couple of weeks before I would be able to do the test. So until I would have the test, she and I made, like she helped me come up with this um, crisis plan. So essentially it was just a plan for what I could do and how I could recognize certain stages of how I'm feeling so there were like four stages and then the first one was just feeling happy feeling normal the second one was just like it, it's just the stages become more like gradually yeah, like, build up like to building crisis. up yeah mm -hmm. so she and I made like an entire plan for that and then I had the test I was tested and I got the result and then after I got the result and it was in fact like uh I think I scored like 80% or like 85% on um, yeah. having it. So after that, I got like sent to the actual therapists and psychiatrists. So what did the, the therapy consist of? Did you have like, because um, with BPD, you have like three three um kinds of therapies like uh group one-on-one -on -one, and phone therapy right phone therapy yeah phone like that you have uh um sort of one-on-one -on -one sessions on the phone or maybe that you can well uh, no, ask like... if you're in the crisis that you can call someone like a buddy system or 
No, we didn't really have that. It was more there were there are different types of therapy that they at that institution they had like they had several types of therapy that they could do um, for people who are diagnosed with BPD. Um, I don't exactly remember what every type of therapy no, was that they had. But I know for me, I got put in group therapy and like one-on-one therapy. Did yeah. you feel that helped? No. <laughs> no. Were you medicated as well? I was not. I don't have um, because I I don't want to like get medication for this um, because I'm kind of scared of antidepressants and like those kind of medication because mm. I know sometimes it takes a while before you find the right one and it can have side effects. Yeah. It's going to sound really superficial, but like the side effects can like affect just your looks and like they could be terrible for your skin or you could gain a lot of weight. And I don't want that. So like I really scared. I'm scared that those are going to like that's going to be the side effect on my body because mm. I don't react well to medicine at all. So I'm like, I'm scared. So you would rather have- learn how to cope. Um, yes the best way you can because yeah in the end you can't just eliminate it but you can learn how to yeah recognize the signals or whatever exactly. I don't know. yeah wow yes so Nina, Nina, isn't it I don't know a lot about BPD but isn't mm-hmm. it so that there are different types of BPD well it's generally BPD is just one okay. like personality disorder. Yeah. It's one thing. But for everyone, it's mm-hmm. like everyone yeah. experiences the whole, like overall, mm. differently. So, so what is what is it like for you? Mm. Say at the moment, how how does it affect your life? The way that it affects my life for me, it's I have a lot of difficulty just dealing with my emotions because I feel every single emotion that I have and either like I feel everything at like 200%. Hmm. Yeah, I was just going to say if if you were to rate your emotions on a scale from one to 10, what would be your your um, rate? Do you call it like Like that? a lot of the times, it's really uh, like around the top. Like I don't think it goes lower than eight. I either for me, it's I either don't feel I'm either at zero or at like eight to ten. Okay. Yeah. That must so be either you're happy or you're not. You're sad or you're not. Oh. Well, it's like um, for me with 
like when I feel first of all I don't I struggle feeling happiness a lot of the time that's one of the emotions I probably am constantly very at a very low rate Mm. um I think happiness wise I am generally don't really if you rate it from zero to ten I with happiness I don't think I really experience it above like a four um so but but for example with sadness it's like I don't just get sad when I get I'm either just don't feel sadness or I feel sadness to the point where I just don't see any good anymore yeah I don't like get sad I immediately get like um, really depressed yeah so there's no in between there's no in between for me but that's like for me I don't know what that's like for other people but for me there is no in between I'm always on like either side yeah that must be tough it's very exhausting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You must yeah. feel tired a lot. I so do. How about uh, sleep? Do you do you get like enough sleep to compensate or no? Because I also have problems with sleeping. I've always had that since I was a child. Um, so. I don't know I've always had like very bad insomnia and everything and then it turned out that I also have ADHD so that's also a very lovely combination but for sleep like I have my medication now for sleep but it I was off like I didn't have access to my medication for a couple of months so the last couple of months my sleep has been very terrible and now I slowly have to like build up to the point where I can actually fall asleep again at a normal time yeah Yeah. so you do see the difference now um like really um how would they say that yeah when you weren't medicated for insomnia and now when you're Mm. out you might feel a bit more energetic or not energetic but that you have more energy during the day than when you didn't have to sleep or well it's like coping mechanisms it's like i haven't i've only had it now for like a week maybe so i have to like i have to build it up again it has to like last when i started with it it also took like two weeks or three weeks before it actually worked for my sleeping so I'm sure that it'll come back the fact that I feel more energized and everything but like for now it's still like in in between and everything yeah yeah um what about friendships and you don't have to answer if you don't want to but how do you feel when you are in friendships do you feel that it's easy or difficult or is it so that they can feel that something's different with you or do they know you have BPD? That's a lot of questions, but <laughs> I'm just curious about how, yeah, how yeah, yeah. it works. I, for starters, am not really good at making friends. I've never really been good at making friends. Um, I don't know. That's just like, I am quite introverted as a person, but 
I do try to connect with people and make friendships with people. And yeah, it more times doesn't work than that it actually works. Okay. Um, so I find friendships very difficult to get. Um, when I do have friends, I often don't befriend the right people because um, like it's not that they're genuinely terrible people that do a lot of bad things like just morally they're not like horrible, horrendous people mm. they're it's just they're that normal they, people uh, but yes they just yeah. don't treat me the way I should be treated but with friendships for me I find it but because I find it so hard to make friends and to find like actual friends and first of all a lot of my difficulty to make friends also comes from the fact that I don't connect with people mm. I don't like on a different level you mean well just like connection sometimes when you meet someone you just either immediately have a connection or you build up a connection and you can just feel like that you have a really good friendship with them or another relationship it doesn't really like any type of relationship it's just with some people generally people connect with other people mm. I don't have that I don't really feel connections with a lot of people um, because I don't know. I don't even really know why. I just don't have that. Um, it's probably like just maybe my fear of being disappointed and everything. Yeah, then it's easier not to go into the, the friendship, perhaps. Well, it's easier to like, I don't. I do really have the mindset that in the end, I am the only person that I can really rely on because I've been just disappointed and kind of left behind so many times by a lot of people in my life that I feel like, you know, um, I know what I don't want. I know what I am worth and I know what I should have. And if people don't kind of meet those standards that I have for that, I don't feel a connection with them. Like I, it, I can interact with them. I can do things with them. I can be like superficial friends with them. And I don't like judge them or anything for it. I don't hold a prejudice over them for it. Um, I just don't consider a friend like I would just not consider my friendship with them to be that deep okay. like that's yeah. that's the whole thing um so like I don't have a connection with anyone really in my life so I don't know for, that's why like friendships for me often I just even though I know someone is treating me wrong like, I already don't have an actual deep connection with people, with just anyone in general. 
and then I also find it hard to make like superficial friends yeah so I just am kind of scared I guess that even if like if I um cut out certain people that I will be completely alone so I take a lot of bullshit yeah yes (laughs) I take a lot of bullshit from people yeah and it's like I am quite tolerant I am like I will get really annoyed like I get annoyed easily and I get angry easily but I don't show it to other people um like I will complain about you in my head and like probably to my mother but not for like other people but I won't actually like cut act upon that yes unless it gets like really really bad because when someone it's like this if someone kind of inconveniences me like my life or just annoys me that I am like their their behavior is quite toxic but it's not in the sense of that they actually really really hurt me to the point where it is going to scar me if you're like that I will just probably tolerate your bullshit um if it gets to the point where I am actually legitimately really hurt by the way you treat me then I will just cut you out of my life without any remorse Mm. yeah so yeah that's what friendships are like for me yeah wow you don't know you have BPD do you tell people um well when the like conversation comes up I am not particularly like I don't keep it a secret from people like I'm not gonna just go out telling everyone like I have BPD look at me like I have BPD I don't do that um if I think for example like I used to have a friend she like I knew her for like 18 years I was friends with her for like 18 years I'm not friends with her anymore now but she like kind of knew me in those times where I had it really hard and I was like at those times she was my best friend so obviously like I told her everything about the process and I told her about the diagnosis and everything and sometimes I just like casually mention it to people like I don't get too deep into it you know if sometimes I'm just like yeah if we are talking about things um and I'm like and it gets to like those topics of mental health and everything and just how difficult things can be and whatever and then I'll for example be like yeah I I actually have BPD so I can tell from personal experiences and this and this is hard and whatever I Mm. Just no. But now I have one friend here in Seoul who I am pretty close with in a certain sense. And like we, I like she knows probably, I think, better than anyone else. She's probably like the only person that I explain things to in a deeper sense. So when it comes to telling other people, 
nine out of 10 times, I just either don't mention it or I casually mention it, but I don't go very deeply into it. And yeah, you just have to be really special to me to actually explain how I perceive things in life. Yeah. 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 And also they have to get to know you for you and not for the BPD. Because you are not the BPD, you are you and you have this diagnosis or this disorder that makes things difficult for you, but you're still you. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, so that's also why most people, I casually mention it when it comes up, but to, for example, my best friend here now, I spend a lot of time with her. So she sees a lot of my behavior more than anyone else here. And um, sometimes I have things that I just don't really have under control. I have things that I do or say or how I feel or how I come across that might not be entirely my intention or that, um, you know, I can't really control or whatever. And then I just explain to her, like, yeah, for me, I just experience things like this and this and this. And that's why I do that and that and that. Yeah. And I think that's important so that they can try to understand what's going on. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. But generally, I don't really talk to anyone about how I really feel about a lot of things mm. like if, when you, when you um, speak about BPD do people um, yeah I don't think they can just one-off understand what you're talking about but do they have like a judgment um, oh you're borderline so you have you are mm abusive or you have i don't know you're telling lies exactly amber heard johnny depp trial yeah yeah exactly so most people that i talk to don't even know what it is Mm. no they because like everyone knows bipolar disorder everyone knows kind of schizophrenia everyone knows like depression anxiety Mm. eating disorder those kind of things Mm are more talked about and are very common and you can like just on the surface you'll probably come across that sooner than borderline personality disorder so every actually anyone that i talk to about it doesn't even really know what it is yeah but but me well this will be aired on on in june 2nd the 3rd of june um, but May was Borderline Awareness Month, right? Yes. Yeah, and it we was. didn't know. Yeah. The, the thing is, I didn't even know. No. And you don't, didn't unless you know. see a post somewhere or an article or something. Yes, From until I really started like digging deep, because what I do, I just like to educate myself on those kind of things on every sort of um, mental health issue because mm. I just find that interesting and I was going through the things on 
BPD. And like I had to search pretty well. Like I was scrolling through social media a long time, reading a lot of things before I actually came across the uh, post that said that it's like BPD Awareness Month in May. And I have BPD and I have been struggling with it for a while and I didn't know that. So that just shows how few the world actually, like how unaware the world actually is of what BPD actually is like and what it all contains and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just thinking two things first. Mm -hmm. Is it mostly women who has BPD? No, it's, well, I think there is, like, a comparison, I'm not sure, but I think it's, it is more common amongst women. Yeah, because I haven't heard any men. Entirely sure, like, I, also, when I had my group therapy, we were not a very big group, but there was, the ratio was, like, nine women like nine out of ten yeah. women women one man like yeah. there was one um male in our group but can it be because women are more open maybe or more willing to to work on that yeah. than men um i feel like wait oh i had a statistic here somewhere um it's like you are more likely to be diagnosed if you are a woman or if you're a woman yes i think if you are a male it could indeed be that they don't reach out that easily and to actually like see what's wrong with them um or maybe with men, I don't know, it could be that doctors like to kind of push it away and just blame it on other things. Yeah. I don't know what it's like, but it is, I think it is in fact that more, if you are a woman, you are more likely, like you are more likely to be diagnosed with BPD if you are a woman. And you're more likely to go see a doctor if you have any issue of concern as a woman. And men rarely do that unless they have a spouse pushing them to go see a doctor in general exactly because also the guy that was in my group he was there mostly because he had a lot of problems also with his family Mm -hmm. and with his wife and every time he like there were a lot of problems between him and his wife and that's one of the main reasons I think why he was there Mm -hmm. because of like the the problems that it was that were present in his marriage and in his home life but I I'm not sure like maybe he would have because I didn't know him very well but Mm. it could in fact be that um the biggest reason why he was there was because it was creating problems with his family so not necessarily out of um the intention to help himself Mm. but more to better himself in his family and home yeah yeah i think you're right and i'm also thinking because even if it's adhd or bipolar or borderline or whatever it is that many and especially women the surroundings or themselves has a tendency to think it's just me 
it's just because I'm a woman, I'm just hysterical, yeah. I'm just exhausted because of whatever, or I just don't fit in, or because women are still being looked at as if, for instance, they have to deal with everything, uh, everything in, in, uh, in the household. Not everything, yes. but, but the majority of things they have to take care of. Or if they have a fit, it's just because exactly. they're hysteric. Um, but it could be that there's an underlying issue and, and they just don't go see a doctor for it because that's just how it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah, it is. Good thing you found out that early, Nina. Yes, it's... Yeah, because do you think it is, it is different for you finding out this sort of this early than if you were, uh, say, older, like uh, towards your 30th, 30s? Mm, probably. Mm. But also... I don't know. It's yeah, probably like probably gonna come off as a little shocking for a lot of people for me to say this, but I don't think that maybe I would like have survived it that long in the sense of maybe I would have been more likely to just um, not make it to that age yeah if I hadn't known sooner I guess mm. um, but the thing is like especially it's really hard to make this diagnosis in teenagers because yeah. you're still developing um, I think I read somewhere that a lot of the diagnosis for this can like better be made around like 19 20 and upwards yeah yeah so when you're already more likely to be more developed like your brain and everything yeah um so it's because it gets acting out yes yeah wow so i think for me i did like if you compare it to that i did get diagnosed with it quite early um, because I was 19, I was about to turn 20. And I think it did help me. Do you still use um, the tools that they gave you? Not really, because I didn't find the tools that I got very helpful. Yeah. The tools that I got, I feel like, are things that, you know, everyone does when they feel a little angry or a little like upset or whatever mm. like for me the, the tools that I got an entire handbook I got an entire like plan and everything but none of those things in the end if I am like in a crisis I don't think back to like yeah. reaching out for no. those like things I don't it and it probably helps for other people you know it probably really helps other people with BPD but personally for me it didn't make 
like an impact on me in the sense that I actually remember to like remember that I have those tools when I am like in a crisis. So I don't. It could it could maybe also be the difference because uh, either you are in a crisis like this or the crisis builds up. Yeah, when I feel like, um, when I feel it coming, when it's building up, then I do certain things that you know could potentially prevent it. But those are like my own things that I do myself that I figured out myself those are not the tools that I got from my therapy and besides that a lot of the times the crisis comes out of nowhere it doesn't build up it's just there out of like it just comes yeah it's just like out of nowhere it's just all of a sudden it's there yeah and that's the thing right that with BPD it's there and for me for instance I would know that it was coming and you yeah. probably know as well, but the feeling of the crisis is immediate. Well, it's like, for me, I don't, I don't even know, because like I said, I feel everything either at zero or at a hundred. Yeah. So until it's like very prominent and until it's there at a hundred in my, like, I don't perceive it as me like being in a crisis or me building up to a crisis. Because I remember we had to, for the stages, for example, we had like four stages that we had to make or like just identify in this plan. And I genuinely, for the life of me, could not think of um, how to identify the like two in-between stages. Like one would be just normal, happy, like happy, nothing really is going on. And then crisis. Those were the only two stages that I really could identify. I did not, I genuinely did not know what to put in those in-between stages because I don't experience those. Mm. So that's like what it's like for me. (laughs) Preventing it is kind of hard for me. Yeah must be wow nina that's a lot (laughs) yeah it is it is it must be yeah this is yeah this is one of our most serious topics i think that we that we're doing um at the moment yeah but i think it's really it's good to to bring awareness that this is in fact real and happening to people Yeah, and I think it's better. It's good to also spread awareness because a lot of people, like the people, it's like I said, not a lot of people know anything about it mm. except for the bad things. Yeah. So yeah. once the, they the Amber Heard, the Amber Heard things, the Amber Heard things, yeah, they just yeah. immediately assume that everyone that has BPD or is diagnosed with BPD is like that, mm. which is not the case. and people reacting that way and like judging you on it and kind of discriminating you on it it's it's just unfair and it's so not true and so 
unjustified because yes like there are a lot of people that have borderline or like not a lot people that have borderline can in fact like become abusive in relationships mm. that is true but anyone yeah, but so can, can, can anyone so with a I problem can, yeah anyone with a problem can become abusive in a relationship yeah like yeah. Being having BPD doesn't mean that you are a terrible person, and just it seems that people actually have to do like a certain amount of research to find that out, and that's not right. Because you know it's actually better that the people that I talk to don't even know what it is than they do know what it is. Like I've been lucky that the people that I told it to don't know what it is. Because if I tell it to someone that has heard of it, the only thing that they know about it is that it, like, somehow makes you a terrible person. Mm. And that's, that it can have a very serious impact on people. Yeah. Like, the whole thing with, in romantic, like, you're not good for romantic relationships and having a romantic relationship with someone with borderline is bad and it's not going to work out and it's going to be abusive and this and this and that mm. honestly to me it almost makes me scared of actually falling in love with someone yeah yeah and that's just not right and i think it's important to spread more awareness about those things have you thought about having your own YouTube channel or doing it on TikTok or something to spread awareness? Um, I mean, I have thought about it, like doing it on social media. Hmm. But I don't know, I'm not really sure yet. I'm not really like highly confident in front of like a bigger public audience. I get that. But I do want to definitely like spread awareness i do i have been thinking about it and i you know i've been just sitting on the idea for a while but i'm just i have to begin to actually do that and not just for bgd i want to do it for everything because Mm. just everything like the moment someone hears you have mental health issues you're immediately portrayed people immediately perceive you as someone that oh, they have issues let's like not form a deeper connection with them because what if they're gonna like put it all on me or yeah things like that yeah yeah so totally yeah agree. yeah but i love the fact that you're here today and that you're doing this i think you're brave really brave yeah, yeah. for That's sharing <laughs> yeah and being so honest about how it really yeah. is for you yeah yeah well it's like yeah a lot of it it's difficult and i really don't share like anything with my personal life and anything of how it like even now what i have told are just the general idea of how things are for me Hmm. but I don't talk to anyone about like the problems that I have and uh, the things that I 
like the issues that I deal with and the things that are on my mind and everything like those kind of things I don't share with anyone not really my friends I wouldn't share it with a therapist or whatever because Mm. I feel like no one actually takes it seriously and it's just a waste of my time Mm. to try to to explain to someone else my like deepest feelings only for them to not take it seriously so I yeah I find it also hard to talk about my life and to share things in my life with people so that's why like now this everything that I told is just the general idea of what I like experience with it and I'm sure that for everyone it's different like I don't even know if people with BPD experience the same things as I do do Um, you actually know uh in in South Korea or anywhere other people that um that experience BPD like do you have no how would you how would you call that like um a community yeah or well I knew the people in my group yeah but you didn't have a connection with them right no because we were not allowed to we were not allowed to have any connection with each other um, until you were actually out of the group and until you privacy reasons or something I don't know I never really understood it none of us ever like truly understood it I think one girl that I used to go to high school with I am not sure like I haven't actually heard her say that she has it so I don't want to assume that she just has it but I know like at some point when I still followed her on Instagram she posted like memes about BPD and like yeah like this the the coping with self-humor like self like those kind of things yeah Yeah, about BPD or like information about it or posts of it so I thought maybe she has it but I'm not sure because also I like don't know her anymore I'm not friends with her anymore I don't follow her on social media anymore so I'm really not sure I just know from another friend that she had a lot of problems Mm. um and then later on she started to post those things so I kind of maybe assume if I know anyone like personally that has it then it's her for the rest I don't know anyone I just only see people online say it or like certain celebrities that have it but I don't personally know anyone yeah that makes it lonely I mean it is lonely because I don't think anyone ever truly understands what you're going through no so it is pretty lonely but I feel like a lot of people's lives are really lonely. Mm. Yeah, Mm. you only see the surface. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. Now we sit here just quietly. I I must say that even though you say you only talked about what it's generally like, then 
I've just had a feeling of feeling how it must be. And not that I even come close to understanding or knowing or feeling it, but I still have this feeling that yeah. it must be really, really hard. Um, and yeah. I'm sorry that you have to go through it, but it also sounds like you've done the, the things you need to do to understand and to learn how to cope with it, even though it's still difficult. Yeah. 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 Because I, like, I know of myself that I am not easily motivated and not easily like transformed or inspired or anything for me I really have to make a certain connection myself in my brain I also can't like force to make that connection or like that switch it really just needs to happen mm. before like something has to click so I am very aware of everything that I do and everything that I feel I like have the need to kind of see everything like that I feel and be and like take a mental note of everything that I feel and everything that goes on in my head and everything so I am very aware of everything that I do I'm very aware of everything that I feel I'm very like aware of everything to the point where that also kind of like works against me mm. I also think a lot about all these things and I mostly try to help myself and I find things I like try to look for things or read about things research things anything that could make it easier for me yeah so that's because it is hard and it is exhausting also because like what I said about the happiness I for example for me another thing for me with like the BPD is that I generally wake up every day automatically not feeling good mm. I have to actually force my brain and like program my mind to um, not perceive everything as bad yeah like so I have to think a lot I have to my mind is busy all day trying to you know see the better in things so that I can actually feel content or mm. even the thing that comes closest to happiness for me so yeah. that's like one of the things like that's what it's like for me to experience borderline for me it's just you know like a constant depression is always there generally and I have to make effort to feel good emotions yeah so it gets really exhausting and I don't know if other people have that I think I can only like guess that probably a lot of, like not a lot but I didn't just guess that other other people have that too but not everyone like knows that no one really can guess it but it is one of the things that I deal with and people often like I always got told especially in high school that my negativity and my depressive state was annoying mm. I always got told that I was annoying 
because I was like sad or depressed. And a lot of people made jokes out of my issues because they don't know that I actually have to make effort every single minute of the day mm. to feel positive emotions. Yeah. And with spreading awareness just on these issues and spreading awareness like on that, bringing it to light that some people actually have to deal with that from a daily and don't feel those positive things naturally, you know, maybe people will understand it better then. So that's, I don't know, I just find it more, like I find it important to spread awareness on those things. It really is. It really, really is. And, and what you're saying right now is making me think of things that I need to do as well. So actually, you, if you're inspiring me, then I'm not the only one. So when people watch <laughs> this, there might be a lot of people, or maybe just one, it doesn't really matter. But if you can just inspire one person to do something exactly from your words and your thoughts, then wow. Yeah. yeah so you can in that way you can make something good of it if you can help other people survive or not even survive but actually survive um, yeah yeah by telling your story then it's not for nothing and i'm a teary person so i'm, I'm about to cry but I have <laughs> well i'm used <laughs> i'm used to people like that around me so yeah but i'm always like this mina so well my mother is too so yeah you don't have to feel alone in that <laughs> no I don't I no I just it. yeah for me I just don't don't really cry in front of people also for example when I like had my when I got tested when I had to tell my entire story like to the psychiatrist about this she contacted like my the girl that I was talking to before mm. and was like she tells this with such a straight face is she like it almost looks rehearsed and then Sophie the girl that um like my my therapist at the institution before was like oh no she just doesn't say anything with emotion she really has these problems trust me she just doesn't know how to show her emotions mm. so for me <laughs> when telling these kind of things people are always surprised at how rehearsed and emotionless I tell them these things yeah but it's just because i don't i just don't show any of that no, to anyone no. ever yeah and i can understand why um because you take good care of yourself right you just don't want anyone to see or know how it really is or is it just because you just don't cry well no like when i'm alone i cry a lot when i'm okay. alone i am a pretty like because I'm sad all the time, I cry because I'm sad. I don't cry when I'm like happy or anything. I just, that makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Just crying. Also when other people around me cry because they're happy, I cannot deal with that. It's just those kind of things. When someone is overly emotional, it just makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> and you know what? I've but, always felt the same way, but I couldn't stop the crying because I didn't want people to see yeah. me crying. But it happened anyway. So yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, I, oh, just I have don't no people. problem showing that I'm crying. 
No, yes, but in a fight, that. for instance, if, if I am having a discussion or really want to stand my grounds and I get so frustrated, then I cry. And I don't want to cry in that situation because yeah. it's a sign of weakness do. in my mind. Yeah. 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 Well, I guess in fights for me, it's just that I... It depends who I'm fighting with and like how close I am mm. to you. Because, for example, when I fight with my friends, I just get insanely angry at them. Because also with anger, like, I do also kind of have, like, anger issues because of this. With anger, I feel rage, not just, like, normal anger. So I get really mean and, like, really hard and just, I am, like, a major bitch to people when I get really angry. But, for example, when I fight with my mom, then I get so angry that I start crying out of pure frustration. But with, mm. like, other people, I don't. Also, I have to take my medicine, so excuse me for a second. <laughs> Perfect. Wow, that's a big bottle of water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because otherwise I have to buy. Like, you can't drink water from the tap here. No. So, another if I have to buy, like, the small half-a-meter yeah. bottles... It's just too much waste because yeah. also trash here is very annoying to get rid of. So I would rather like deal with bigger packages and less things to throw away than like the small packages. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. But yes. Wow. No, I just I also just don't cry because I don't want people to see. Like it's mixed with not showing people how like what my true emotions are yeah. yeah and that's also the same with friendships like um I kind of adapt my personality to the person that I'm spending time with yeah I don't think I've ever like actually truly shown my truest self to anyone because I just don't really do that. <laughs> so that's, yeah. All It all comes from the same thing that I don't really, yeah, want to show anyone what I actually feel. I also, for example, don't let other people listen to my music or my, like, things. Because, especially with music, that's one of the things that's most important to me. Music, listen, I listen to music a lot. It also helps a lot with my anxiety. I always walk around with my headphones in. I always listen to music and I always listen to the same songs hmm. because I have like several playlists with the same like songs that I, or like this, I have several playlists that I listen to all the time because those are playlists made out of songs that kind of reflect my emotions. Yeah. So I don't let other people listen to my music because I don't want them to like um, know truly like how I feel because that's just mm. very personal to me and I like to keep that for me because I also don't want to give people the opportunity to criticize it. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot, huh? Mm. It is. I think we could go on and on, but um, maybe this is a good um, a good time to um, to stop here. Yeah. 
huge thank you nina yeah. for for joining us and really? shedding some light on uh, on this topic it's You're very welcome. very brave i mean and i don't know if i said anything that's extremely helpful or extremely insightful about this topic but at least i like this is my personal experience yeah and exactly and if there is someone out there who hasn't begun their journey yet and listens to you and oh she went with her gut her gut feeling and she if she can do it i can do it or maybe you never know and and it could feel like you could feel that you may have, maybe hadn't yes. but but others might feel that you did so yeah it doesn't really matter but but in the end thank you because yeah. it's a huge deal for you yeah and for us yeah yeah, yeah. and if, if i can help yeah yeah i'm sure you can i mean if i can help and if people actually find it helpful then i'm more than happy to do it because i don't feel like anyone ever really helped me with it so yeah exactly so if uh if any of the viewers know someone or maybe themselves want some more information can they reach you through us do you mean if they want to contact me that they contact yeah, that yeah. they that they contact us so that we can um, maybe connect you or um... I mean, I guess sure. or they could just comment <laughs> below, and then Nina could look at, at the questions if they have any, yeah, and, and exactly. see if she wants to to respond to them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if anyone has any questions ever, I'm happy to respond. Okay, great. Put them in the comments. Then like, subscribe, and follow, and hit the bell. Yes. Right? <laughs> right. Thank you, okay. Nina. Thanks, Nina. And see you all next week. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did making it. If you would like to view our episodes, just find us on YouTube looking for The Cat and Erna Show. You can contact us via mail at catanerna at gmail.com if you have any questions or would like to join us in one of our conversations. Like and subscribe, leave a comment and till next time.